0: Have you ever doubted your own self-confidence? Hmm, being over 50, I'm not sure I can count all the times I have. Going through a divorce, questioning if I chose the right career after already devoting 10 years of my life to it, and then dating as a single mom. I'm not as young, maybe I don't look as pretty. The questions just keep coming. Whether it's self-doubt on our life choices or our surroundings or our appearance, it creeps in. Join us here as we share tips and stories of how to grow your own confidence inside and out with experts who have also experienced the highs and lows of self-confidence. I'm your host, Kelly Buckley, and this is the Beautifully Confident Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Beautifully Confident Podcast. We're talking with women who may not have always felt beautifully confident, and realized an area where they needed to grow their confidence to feel like the best version of themselves. And who better to talk to us about this than Bridget Battles. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Bridget was part of my launch team. So you can check her out her a little clip from her on episode number three. Thank you for being back with us. And sharing a little bit more about yourself. We appreciate it. So let me share a little bit about Bridget. With a presence and a passion that is larger than life, Bridget battles as a woman whose purpose knows no bounds. While she holds several professional titles, she is known for an immeasurable impact that cannot be defined. From transforming the images of highly successful women to igniting stages as a speaker, Bridget immediately elevates every space and life that she steps into. As the executive president strategist for executives and CEOs, Bridget shows women how to develop a potential. She has helped dozens of women to identify their signature style, which in turn translates into their substantial income. Once Bridget helps a woman to define her disruptive edge, her confidence skyrockets, and so does her bank account masterful at what she does, Bridget can teach any woman to command a room with a feminine fierceness that leaves a mark on every room she enters. Wow, I'm inspired. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. And Bridget, do you want to share your story of how you evolved to this awesome woman that you are helping other women to grow into their confidence?
1: Sure. So thank you for asking that question. And so I would like to say that, so my story is not always pretty, you know, um, some days I consider it a happy accident and some days I'm thinking like, girl, what are you doing? Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, my story really evolved from a place of loving fashion and a place of really knowing that I was going to be a businesswoman. just did not know how, just didn't know how my worlds would Collide so that I was able to do things effectively, and also empowering women. And so, even as a kid growing up, being around my um, grandmother who was like so embedded in the fashion, and I was mesmerized being in her presence. To me, relocating here from North Carolina to Philadelphia, and not really knowing people here. And so, my favorite pastime was shopping. And so, really taking the things that I love and figuring out a way to connect them all, I never knew that it would evolve into me, you know, having a company. I never knew that it would evolve into me being the one that I have, I am now. So it's a matter of everything I love being put in a bowl and stirred up together. And I just happen to have the right recipe so that when I put it in the oven, the cake actually tastes good, you know? (laughs) And so I would say that, it has been because of life experiences and it has also been because i've always known i've had a gift but you know knowing how to really nurture that gift knowing how to really deliver that gift and share that gift and knowing who the audience is that i'm supposed to share the gift with and so i think all of those things put together have really helped me become the person that i am now and you know i also feel like that when you love what you do It is embedded in your genes and in your DNA. And so being confident is something that's so significant and special to me. And it's significant and special to me because at a point in my career, I knew I had skill set, but there were still certain barriers I couldn't get across. And so although I was confident, there was still something that I was lacking. And so the moment that I began to really search out, how do I move past those barriers, how do I get to where I know my gift says I should be? You know, that is really how I got to the place that I am now. And I would say the person I was when I started my business, you know, was the person who was, in some instances, broken. In some instances, where you know, unsure. But I knew I had a gift. And it's something when you are unsure of how to manage the gift, but you know you have a gift. And so it's a culmination of all of those things. And so fast forward to the one that I am now, creating a business, writing a book, having a successful company, working with all of these amazing women and living in a different city from all of my family has been the culmination of the Bridget Battles experience because it's all been built upon my life experiences.
0: Wow, thank you for sharing Mm -hmm. all of that. So listening to those Can you share what some of your barriers were that you felt you had to break through? Yeah, my biggest challenge is because I'm from the South. My biggest challenge was my
1: accent when I first got here. And it was a challenge to me because of the fact that, number one, I had never lived in a larger city. And so what was normal to me, it became abnormal to other people. And so when it came to my career, I felt that my accent sometimes held me back I knew I had the gift, I could do the work, but I lacked executive presence. And then when I was able to identify what I didn't have, then I created the formula to get me to where I needed to be. But I must say that getting there did not happen without me, number one, being who I truly am, being my authentic version of myself. And I actually like my accent. And I've been here in Philly now almost 20 years. And I plan to maintain my accent because it's a part of who I am. You know, it's a part of the girl who was born and raised in North Carolina. Like this is Bridget. And so taking things that I was challenged on are the very things I use now to get me paid. And so for anybody who's listening, you know, things don't always have to be perfect, but even things that challenge you, you can make the things that challenge you become the things that empower you. Ooh, that
0: was wow. good. that was
1: good <laughs> <laughs> see what happens is when you do these conversations a lot and i talk to amazing people like kelly is my creativity and my creativity consistently goes and i think about the things that i am doing and the people that i'm working with and it always gives me something fresh to share with the people who listen to me because i feel like since i have a voice that people listen to It's my responsibility to give them things that are effective and tangible. That's great. I love that.
0: So you mentioned working on your gift to appeal to your audience. Who is your audience?
1: So my ideal audience and my ideal client are C-suite executives and entrepreneurs. And those are my ideal clients. That's typically who I work with. And I've chosen that audience because number one, I was a part of that audience and It's something to create a strategy or a solution for a problem that you personally had. And so I lived in the experience and these were issues that I faced in corporate. And so they're my ideal client because, you know, there are a lot of women who are amazing at what they do and they're amazing, you know, when they're in front of people, all of the things. And so what happens is we don't always raise our hand like men do. We don't always say, pick me, pick me. And even times when we are, we know that we're qualified, we'll diminish our gift, not because we can't do it. It's because we are afraid of the response that we will get. And so I empower women. It's not about the response. And it's not about who you know. It's about who knows you. And so when the right people know you, when you show up, you can show up without not having to say anything. And people know that you provide
0: transformation. That's great. Yeah. So I'm curious because now you're talking about your audience and sharing your gifts. So what are some steps that you take entrepreneurs through to figure out, you know, what is their disruptive edge? Yep. Sure. Um, The first thing
1: is that I have to break past the barrier for mindset. And because genuinely when people are successful, they feel like they don't have any issues and they feel like they don't have mindset issues. And secretly they do. And so what happens is that when we get to the phase of really creating this personal brand that you want the world to recognize, the moment that I start asking the probing questions becomes the moment that you're either going to answer the questions or either you're going to defend your answers. And so when people answer effectively, that means they're open for change. When they defend their answers, it's because they're hiding their insecurities. So the first thing is mindset, and we have to break through that mindset, and we have to become vulnerable. And I was a person who did not want to become vulnerable. I was the person who did not want to share that, you know what, some days, like, this is a hot mess, you know, but I wanted it to always be pretty. But now I own my hot mess. Yeah, some days it is a hot mess, but guess what? I'm still going to get to the finished product. And so really getting through the mindset is first. Once we get to the mindset, then I'm able to really understand what the disruptive edge is and help you create that executive presence that speaks who you are, your authentic self. Not who the world wants you to be, but who you really are. And so when we show up as who we really are, then that's when we flow. We don't flow when we show up pretending to be something or somebody that we aren't. The moment that we stand in our truth We take the power away of being fearful of other people's responses. That's great. Because no, and I use this for an example no matter what I do, and no matter what I do, no matter where I go, I'm always going to give you black girl magic. I'm black. It's never going to change. So, which means being my authentic self, you know, it doesn't change. But what does change? What does change is whenever I come into a room because I am a planet shaker, what does change is if the atmosphere, if the atmosphere is an atmosphere where people are uncomfortable, I'm going to allow them to be their authentic selves so that everyone is comfortable. So that is what does change.
0: Hmm, okay. So once you help people break through their mindset, what are some next steps that you take them through so they can they can figure out what is their authentic self and, and how they're showing up with confidence? I do a closet audit
1: because I can tell a lot about a person by the clothes they have in their closet. If you're holding on things from high school, you know, you're never going to fit that again. Or if you're <laughs> holding on things because of the emotional connection, you're holding space for things that don't serve you. Mm-hmm. And so looking into someone's closet And the clothes that they have, does it represent the person that they are? Does it represent, you know, the people that they want to reach? And so once I do the closet audit, then, you know, we go through that phase of finding out what you have, what you need to get rid of, and what we need to add more of. So the next thing is a closet audit.
0: I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I would love a closet audit. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) That's great. Um, So you mentioned your book. So do you want to share a little bit about your book with us?
1: Sure. So my book is called Beauty and Her Battle, and it is a 30-day style guide. And when I really began to grow and start to really scale my business, I knew there was a particular audience who could not afford me just yet. And so for people who cannot afford me just yet, I still wanted to have something where I could still serve them. And so my book is at a price point, you know, for, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, you're first starting out, it's not, I don't recommend, you know, investing tons of money yet when you're really not making money. And so my book was a way that you get a portion of me to take with you as your style buddy. So it's 30 days where I'm your commander in fashion. And every day I give you something to do, something that you can do to help you create this, this signature wardrobe that's going to help you as you're growing your business and growing your career so that you show up bold and confident and ready to lead like you own it.
0: That is awesome. So where can we find
1: that book? Um, You can find my book on Amazon. You can also find my book at
0: www.thebbexperience.com. Okay. All right. So do you want to share... Maybe a turning point for you of when you thought, I want to start to grow this business and develop it. Where was your mindset that you realized you wanted to do that?
1: Um, my mindset of where I wanted to really grow the business turning point is that when I started getting traction and I started seeing some revenue and I was just so excited when I started seeing some revenue and I knew that I still, I didn't, there was certain business uh, sets I didn't have. And so I reached out to a coaching network and when I reached out to a coaching network. I went through the process of getting a business coach. And I'll never forget this. When they um, assigned me to someone to start interviewing with, I went to her and I was like, I'm so excited. I'm starting to see some traction. I'm getting revenue. I'm selling jewelry and I'm doing this, this, that, and the other. And I was like, and I made $600. And she was like, that's it. <laughs> and I was like I could use great ideas and people are asking me for my advice and I'm helping people and I'm styling people and then when I showed her what I was charging and she said to me she says that that number one you're charging too little and number two people will pay for what they want and when she said that and I said I've never done that before. I've never asked people to pay me thousands of dollars. Like, I've never, like, what does that look like? And inside of me, that fear thermometer started going off. Like, girl, are you crazy? You're going to ask people, start paying you, you know? But I was taking it in what she was saying. And so my first coaching investment, I was like sweating when I swiped my credit card. Because I was like, what if all this house of cards comes down and a little bit of money I did make that this does not work, you know? And so she gave me my first call. She gave me three things to do because I had an event that weekend. I was a vendor at, she gave me three things to do. And I was like, okay, like this is taking me out of my comfort zone. But if I don't take a chance, I'll never know. So I did it that weekend. And that was like the first time I started clearing like over a thousand dollars, just off of my one conversation with her. And I was like, wait, the first time I had to charge somebody a lot of money, I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. And I was looking like, wait, what are they going to say? They're going to be like, oh, I'm not paying it or whatever. And then the person was like, oh, here, here's my credit card. And I was like, oh. So the next time I got a little more confident, you know. <laughs> and then the more I really start to hone in on my craft, um, really start to seeing the results. Getting from working with me. People were getting promotions on their jobs. You know, I've had a lot of my clients who work in corporate who started out when they started out with me, they were managers or directors, now they're VPs. And so when I started seeing the physical, you know, transformation, how their bank accounts were impacted and how they felt more confident based upon the work that we were doing, I began to see. Now, they paid to work with me for six months. The tools I've given them last a lifetime. So which wow. means they're still profiting off of what I gave them for six months. Yeah. Wow. So it helped me say, okay, I'm onto something here so that I begin to really raise my prices. And when I raised my prices and people still wanted to buy and then people wanted to book me to speak, then I got a chance to go to Facebook headquarters. And then when I started getting more moderating and start doing different things, then I knew that people were really starting to really need what I had to offer. Like I didn't want to be a and I still don't want to be an Internet sensation where my business does not be sustained if Facebook or social media goes down. My business can still function with or without social media. That's great. Yes,
0: because yeah. it could happen. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think we had a day re- within we the past. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and I
1: was like, so glad I have a mailing list. So glad I know how to get in touch with my clients. And you know, and that's something to anybody who's listening to us. If you have a dream or a construct, or if you have a, a vision and something you want to do, you know, take your time and process it. You know, don't run at the pace of someone else. Do what feels right for you.
0: That's a great tip and one I think everyone needs to hear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So Bridget, can you share maybe three tips of how, what is the importance of somebody developing that powerful presence to affect their bank account?
1: Mm-hmm. So number one, it's being crystal clear on your secret sauce. What is it about you that everybody else needs? And so being crystal clear on your secret sauce. Number two, Is never downplaying who you are for the sake of making someone else feel comfortable. If this is who you are, never downplay who you are. Always stand in your truth and show up as your authentic self. And number three, never be afraid to ask for what you want, even if people can't afford it. That's a great tip. Yeah. So
0: not devaluing ourselves. Because see, if
1: I devalue or decrease based upon what you can afford, I'm devaluing my content and I'm also devaluing my product. And I know the birthing pains. You know, I know the tears. I know the struggle of what I've gone through to create this. And so I'm not going to downplay or, you know, downgrade my process. So you have a choice. You either rise to the occasion Or you find someone who wants mediocrity because that's not what lives here.
0: Thank Mm -hmm. you for sharing that. Yeah. So you are very fashion focused and Mm -hmm. obviously. (laughs) So can you share your thoughts on how fashion plays a role in women's confidence?
1: It plays a significant role. And it plays a significant role because we are attracted to things that are beautiful, pretty, and shiny. And it's not about size. It's not about designer. It is not about brands. It is not about where you get it from. It is about you wearing things that appropriately fit your body shape and your image. And so what it does, it it gives the message of, if I've invested in the way that I look, surely what you give me to handle, I'll take care of it. And so that's what companies look at. If you invest the way that you look, we know you're going to do well Working here at my company because you care.
0: You Mm -hmm. care about the investment. That's great. Thank you. I know that there's (laughs) going to be some people that need to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) That just speaks volumes. Thank you, Bridget. Mm -hmm. Do you want to share what you have going on right now and where people can find you? So I always have tons of things going on. By all means, feel free to follow me on all
1: methods of social media. I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook, I'm on TikTok, I'm on Twitter, and everything is under my name, Bridget Battles, or you can type in Bridget Battles Experience on my website, www.thebbexperience.com. I'm doing a lot of hosting right now. And of course, I'm working with my personal clients. November the 3rd, I'm hosting the National Association of Asian Professionals. And this is an event around diversity, equity, and inclusion. And so fashion is the one thing that transcends the diversity line. So having those uncomfortable conversations because DEI is a journey. So that's a place where you can catch me definitely in person. You can also follow me on YouTube or you can watch my episodes of Coffee with Bridget. I love coffee just as much as I love fashion. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And and I'm always hyped when I hear there's a National Coffee Day coming. I'm just saying, okay, I'm just saying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I feel like we have a bunch of national coffee days. <laughs> I think so. That's what I'm just saying. Well, thank you so much. So one last question. Is there a goal or a dream that you have that you haven't seen come to fruition yet that you're looking forward to? There is a goal. And it's
1: one that I'm currently working on. So right now, my Coffee with Bridget is done digital and it's done online. And next year, I'll turn 50. I'll turn 50 in May. And so what I'm doing now, we're in the beginning phases of looking for a studio because I want to start hosting Coffee with Bridget with a live studio audience. So that's my next goal.
0: How fun. I did catch one of your episodes. (laughs) And they're fun. I did. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, that's very fun. Well, thank you so much for being here. And for our listeners, all of Bridget's links will be in the show notes. So you didn't have to be writing. it'll They'll be right there. You can grab them right there. But if you heard something today from Bridget that really touched your heart, that you thought, I need to start to elevate my confidence. And I feel like these tips could really help me. Go ahead and click on those links so that you can connect with Bridget. And be sure to pick up her book. I know I'm going to. <laughs> and start to create the life that you love today. And thank you so much for being thank here, Bridget. Thank you for having
1: me. I appreciate you so much. And to all the listeners, I wanna hear from you, connect with you. And Kelly, like much success,
0: you know, lots of prosperity and happiness for you. Thank you so much, Bridget. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, Please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review and share this with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you in your beauty and confidence journey, visit my website at beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com.